don't know. Like I was saying, though, but that fucking Madden 2015, it's some bullshit, man. It's some goddamn bullshit. I no, I, no, I actually like it, and I'll tell you why. I play online a lot, and what they added uh, are a lot of little tweaks that you can do to the AI to compensate for what other guys are doing, you know, little uh, adjustments, mm-hmm. and okay. they, cha- they change everything. So, like in Madden uh, 14 or 25 or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. if it was third and seven and you put your guys in zone, they would always drop too far. They would always go behind the sticks, oh. and you would just run a little curl or something, and they would get a first down, unless yeah. you physically controlled the guy. But on this one, they have an actual button that says "stand on the first down marker," you know, protect the sticks, and they do it, and it works. And then if you catch somebody doing it, and you run a you know a, a go route right past oh. them, yeah, because they were waiting on the sticks, then you can burn them again. And so there's just the chess match, and I like it a lot. Yeah, I'm so sure that, like that I'm sure in about a week. Double double move type of stuff that that actually sounds pretty fun. Yeah, well, I, I figure in about a week the people who do that game on YouTube will have like figured out the unkillable play and it'll be horrible again. But yeah. it, for now, right at the beginning, it's pretty good. But like, there's like tiny linebackers and people just falling and flying around. You've seen those glitch videos, right? Oh, those are funny, <laughs> man. And like, the biggest disappointment for me now. Do you do you know if Schultz is in the game? Like when you create a character. Uh, you mean the name? Do they yeah. say the name? Yeah, I assume so. I, I think there's some. I no, I usually don't. I oh. um, I haven't uh, looked to see if there's a Schultz on an NFL roster, but yeah, <laughs> there used to be the one Gonzalez, Tony Gonzalez, and then there was that receiver Anthony Gonzalez for the um, Colts, and he I don't think he's on a team anymore. And Tony Gonzalez retired, so Phil Sims and Jim Nance don't say the last name anymore, and that's like my favorite thing in the world. Because when I make my level 99 quarterback, who's a scrambler, who's also 6'3", who's also 250 pounds, who also runs a 4-second 40, <laughs> I want him to be like Gonzalez with a throw for 5,000 yards this season so far. It's the second game, you know? Yeah. I miss that. Jeez. So there's literally no... They don't say Gonzalez, even though they said it last year. They actually Jeez. went in and deleted the name? Probably. Wow. That's why I'm, I'm like, how are you going to go in and delete crap, but then... Have a foot, one foot, two inch linebacker, and then cut corners on like the aesthetics of the game of the like, Super Bowl, no less. Yeah, the Super Bowl. I mean, it's not like you have different <laughs> bowls to worry about. Like an NCAA, they made effort for rivalry games. Like there was extra little things, you know, for rivalry yeah. games. The animations were different when you beat a rival. You have one game to program for, right? To make it awesome, and you don't do it. Like to me, it's it's just being lazy. Oh yeah, beyond lazy. That's really what it is. It's super fucking lazy. Like I alternate between games, so I got like NCAA uh, twelve, then I went uh, Madden, then I went NCAA fourteen, then I went Madden <laughs> again. And between that one year, all the celebrations are the same. Like these awkward little like arm shimmies and like just like really awkward like just half-ass celebrations, you know. Like, nobody celebrates like they do in Madden. Like, I would just, like, hope one of the guys, like, watches, like, all the EA animations and just does it in real life. Like, there's yeah. no slam dunks on the goalpost, which is now illegal. There's no, you know, like, there's nothing fun. Yeah. It's really boring to score a touchdown, you know? Actually, the NFL made them take a lot of that stuff out, I remember reading. Because oh, there, yeah. there, there was, like, a dance button. 
in yeah. one of the games, mm-hmm. and they, they deliberately took it out, and I thought that was the stupidest thing ever. It's a I game! Remember, I remember they used to be able to choose, in NCAA, you used to be able to choose what type of celebration. Really? Like, yeah, I forget what it was. It might have been 11 or 12. It might have been 11. Uh-huh. But um, if you went, like, right bumper Y, it would be, like, a more um, aggressive celebration. Like, you would be taunting the fans or whatever of the oh, other shit. team, and then you could get a flag thrown on you. I do that every it's, time. No, no. It's, and then um, I remember they had something like that, and um, for certain schools, you could do, like, the Lambo Leap. Yeah, and you do the gator just, chomp and stuff. Yeah, you do yeah. the gator chomp, and or you'd run to the mascot, and you'd be able to celebrate with your mascot. Yeah, or taunt the was, other team's mascot. That was twelve. Uh, yeah. NCAA twelve. Like you'd be I, able to run up to the Bruin and like play with the ball with them and stuff, you know, or dance. Yeah. Which them. was which was the one where you could create a fan and you could write on his little cardboard sign. That was one of my favorite features ever. <laughs> you remember, yeah, you remember was, that one? I don't. That was um, that was in a Madden game and an NCAA game. It might have been twelve. Uh huh. Yeah, but you could you could create a little cutout sign, and it would yeah. be. I, I remember what the default signs were, but it was something like "Sorry, Dad, I'm out of money" or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you could make it all vulgar, and you can make create a fan. I remember that in one of the yeah, early Maddens. You made the Raider fan was all epic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was really so many good. options. Like you know, what, like what would the Bills like? What do the Bills dress up as when they go to games? Uh, well, there's the, the two famous groups of fans. There's there's two guys that are like chefs, and they're always wearing the chefs hats. And there's Bills Elvis, but I don't think that's super creative, personally. <laughs> yeah, we have Raider like, Elvis, we have Darth Raider, we have Rilla Rilla Rilla. Yeah, the Raiders got us beat in that respect yeah. by a lot. I gotta concede. Yeah. A lot of the, where the Buffalo really stands out is in the tailgating, like with Pinto Ron mm-hmm. and the bowling ball shots and all that crap. Those guys and are ridiculous. Buffalo wings, for God's <laughs> sakes. Yeah. I mean, uh, true, that's true. where they that, that's, our, that's our grand contribution to the, uh, to the world. And what a great contribution that is. Damn it straight. Really if is. you think about it, man. Imagine the world without Buffalo wings. I don't want to imagine I don't, a world like that. We all, we almost lived in it. Did you hear about that last year? That um, <laughs> the wing shortage. Uh, oh, yeah, the McDonald's bought so many goddamn chicken wings for their shitty little wing deals that it depopulated uh, the chicken population, de-winged right. them all. So, <laughs> and what was the worst part about it is that like a year after that, like they weren't selling because they're too expensive, and so they gave them away for like half price. Yeah, and yeah, they were awful. And then um. Now we don't. Now we have a little bit of a surplus because we stopped sending chicken to Russia. So, did we really? I don't. Yeah. Why did we stop sending chickens to Russia? Because we like Russia. You want to be all crazy? All right. Well, no more export food to you. Oh no! Hope you like your potato soup because that's (laughs) all they would have to eat anyway. Potato soup and uh, vodka. mm Mm-hmm. And whatever other animals are in Russia. But um, yeah. I mean. There was, I mean, the game to me, there's no reason why it shouldn't be so like, like just amazing physics when it comes to tackling. Right. They started like with the group tackles and then they started, um, they had features or like, um, where players had the weight of a player made a difference. You know, in NCAA, that was a big thing last year. Or if you had a big running back, he's more than likely going to fall forward unless somebody got a because they had the option for defense to take out the guy's legs or to go take up top. High. So 
to me, NCAA has always been the one to push things, mm-hmm. but now that's not around, and Madden has the corner on the the market cornered. So it's not like they, anybody else. We can't protest. The best we could do is not buy the game. But who doesn't want to play a football game? Right. I know. And no one wants to play I, as the Los Angeles Pirates or the, yeah, uh, right. the, New, yeah. the New England Americans or whatever, you know? Yeah. The Buffalo I, it's funny Bison. You could, yeah, you can go and you can, like, play FIFA. And I was just playing the FIFA World Cup Edition. And you can see all of the animations that you wish were in Madden. You know, so if you're goalie. Exactly. He does, like, a big old, uh, you know, boot down the field, a goal kick. And the the guys will start jostling downfield to get position on the header. Well, like that's exactly what you want the receiver and the safety to be doing in Madden, but they don't. Yeah, they just kind of run the route and they kind of follow. And yeah. even the celebrations, you know, put the fucking uh, soccer celebrations in, you know, you just have them like fly with their arms out, running towards the corner. What? Slide oh on my god, their knees. Those, those are amazing. Those are like finishing moves in Mortal Kombat. You can like string <laughs> them together and stuff. Yeah, yep. like, it's like up, up, down, down, left, yeah, right, left, right. Yeah, it's a thing in soccer, which is, I mean. <laughs> Which is cool, and I, I hate that the NFL is getting so serious. I hate that. It's, I mean, I understand it's your job to score, but when your job also consists of you potentially getting a life-ending injury, when you do score, um, you should be happy. Or when I say life-ending, I mean like career-ending, and life-ending meaning like you get enough concussions and your life's gonna end shorter. Or right. Did you, did you see Peyton Manning got a taunting penalty? Oh, yeah. I don't know. That's the funniest thing ever. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's almost as crazy as that boy dancing. I saw that. <laughs> oh, Lord. That I don't know if you like, can call it dancing, though. Really? No, that was like the textbook. Like, when people say, oh, white people can't dance or white people have no rhythm, you can be like, that. look at, and they would just bring up a, like, a 19, like, 20s, like, and look at Peyton there, getting down, and something like that. <laughs> listen, listen, Jimmy. Here's the simple one-two step, and something like that. And in the NFL, he has some of the best footwork for a quarterback ever. He still can't fucking dance. Right. Yeah. It apparently doesn't translate. When he for <laughs> oh, man. Best we'll get into everyone's stories. Best footwork in the NFL is uh, Drew Brees. Best footwork? Then, well, it's because it's, like, sporadic. It's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, gone. Because he's so small, so it's when he's in the pocket, his, his feet are just going a mile a minute. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll get into that in a bit, but for now, let's start the show. This is the commitment to excellence. What theme song we're gonna put in, but it's gonna be something football. I'll just do the theme song. I'll put it in the CBS one. Or how did CBS one go? Um, Christ, I forget. Dun 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 dun. Yeah, we're all fans of the AFC here. CBS got the AFC contract. One mind, one team, one heart, one player from the goal, one hole from the start. I have the rap. It's pretty good. It's pretty shitty, but it's pretty good. What are you talking about? There's a rap song that goes along with the CBS theme. Yeah, I know. Amazing. I want to be that rapper. Be like, yeah, I did the CBS theme a few years ago. Nobody Yeah. CBS theme always gets me fucking amped, dude. Always. I'm always like, when I played football... I put that on before games just to get me hyped up. 
So I'm looking at my notes here on the Google Drive, and I can tell you're both looking at it, and it's got you listed anonymous wombat and anonymous coyote editing my document. <laughs> <laughs> That's it kind does. of amazing. That that needs to be your like uh, wrestler name or something. <laughs> yes. Wait. So wait. Who am I? For I what he's... it's worth, I am the coyote. Yeah. Who am I? Wombat. Anonymous wombat. <laughs> That's gonna be my superhero name. <laughs> yes. Oh man, I don't want to be anonymous. Anonymous is in too much trouble already with all those nudie pictures. But mm. anyway, did they admit let's to get that? Who anonymous? Yeah, it's always anonymous. It's always oh. anonymous. Sure. Okay, but um, they're honorary members, even if they weren't official. <laughs> exactly. I, that's why I'm so, a wombat, or I'm a coyote. <laughs> You're proud of your coyote. I am. But anyway, let's get to the introductions. I'm Sammy Gonzalez. I'm Jason Schultz, and I'm Gergi. And this is the Commitment to Excellence, our damn Skippy, our sports show. Now we haven't done them in a long time since the World Cup, but let's be honest: after the World Cup, there's really no sports to be had. Let's be honest: Sammy doesn't know jack shit about baseball. <laughs> Even you <laughs> were saying that baseball doesn't get exciting until October, anyway. So I mean, it, it depends on who's. If you're like a Cincinnati fan or a, uh, if your team is good, it's exciting year round. But if you're like a Cleveland Indians fan. Or like a Colorado Rockies fan, it's not really. Uh, or, yeah. <laughs> or a Mets fan or a Cubs fan. I mean, season ends about All Star break, and then you're like, well, maybe next year. I just oh. can't keep up with it. You know, you take a week off and you've missed ten games and <laughs> almost three spots in the division or something. It's like it's just too much. It's too yeah. much to handle. Those guys actually have jobs though. They play uh, every day almost. So. <laughs> Have their nine to five of nine innings or whatever. Yeah. So anyway, this is the commitment to excellence, the excellence.com's sports podcast. Now, we haven't decided if we're going to be doing this every week because not everything exciting happens every week, you know, in the world of sports. Then again, you know, Johnny Manziel's a thing, so we can just kind of mimic ESPN and just talk about him every week, you know. Johnny Manziel. Mm-hmm. Johnny Manziel. Oh, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. You know, Tom Brady's Tom Brady. You're about Michael Sam. Michael Sam. The Jets. Jerry the Jones. Jets. Geno Smith. Geno Smith. RG3. RG3. Shanahan. He doesn't play for them anymore. What the fuck? Why are we talking about him? J.J. <laughs> Watt's a billionaire now. Well-deserved. <laughs> Well-deserved, He's injured, though. He's uh, injured, though. Yeah. He, got, he got hit by a dump truck full of money or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. When they were backing up <laughs> the forklift to dump all his money off at his bank, it fell on him. Oh, no. <laughs> Isn't that boy guaranteed like sixty million or some shit like that? Did you uh watch Hard Knocks? As the a, Falcons? Nah. Yeah, I, I was watching that because they finally put it up on HBO Go this season, which was great. But I was watching and they they went into uh Houston for one of their preseason games and uh-huh. they were doing a thing on Jake Matthews. And then they said, well, this week he's got a real opponent. And they showed J.J. Watt, like, coming over the horizon like he was a video game boss or something. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> well, for what it's worth, J.J. Watt's a scary human being. Like, he really is. I'm not afraid of many people. Like, I would like to have a sit-down with, like, Charles Manson and talk to the guy. Like, I'm not afraid of too many people. If J.J. Watt lined up in front of me, I would have been like, I'm going to nut up and take my licks, but I'm going to be like, fuck, man. Why? Why today? Can I play guard so I don't have to be in front of him all day? 
Uh, he's a physical he, specimen. Yeah, didn't he box jump like six feet? Yes. <laughs> like Ridiculous. he just had like a dresser that he's like, all right, I'm going to jump this. It's about maybe three inches shorter than I am. And three, two, one. I saw him just lift. I don't even know how that works. Right. And like, there's, I had a buddy of mine that was one of those crossfitters. And he's like, well, I could do that. Yeah, you weigh 150 something pounds. That dude is 300 pounds. I don't care what. <laughs> I mean, that giant dude is 300 even or more or like 290 something and doing that. Let's, let me put a bunch of sandbags on you and let's try to do it now. Right. Yeah. And some of those guys can jump out of like shallow pools the same yeah. way. Fucking NFL specimens, man. That's, but anyway, that's... in this episode, we're going to be going over the divisions of football, NFC North, AFC North, Southeast West, all the way through. And we're going to see what's going on, the major stories. And then we're going to make our predictions of who's going to kind of come out on top in each division. Now, it's all preseason. Preseason's over. We've kind of seen everyone who's getting hurt, gone to jail, uh, beat up their wife, whatever, smoke weed. We know who's out because of the A lot reasons. of weed smoking. And a lot How of long is this podcast if we're going to cover all that? <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I mean, we, do, we don't want to do uh, like week one predictions either? <laughs> we can do that at the end. All right, cool. We'll just we go down sure the list. Yeah, we're going to go down the list, and then we'll write it down, whoever wins the first week. Um, I will are, are the them. lines out? Hmm? Are the lines out? Are the Vegas lines out yet? No clue. They should be. You think, well, right? You guys look that up. While I start with the NFC North. So we have the Packers coming in in first place, followed by the Bears, the Lions, and the Vikings are in last, as of last year. So what do you guys expect coming out of the... NFC North. So Packers won with an eight and seven and one record because who the fuck ties in the NFL? That, Fair I, hate, I hate that that's that even is allowed to happen. Ties? Yeah. Uh, they tied the Vikings, who is the bottom in their division, so it's like why tie to them, you know? They're obviously the better well, team. I remember a couple years ago. Uh, St. Louis and San Francisco nearly tied twice in twice. the same season. That was yep. one of the funniest things ever. I was so sad when they actually won one of the games. Yeah, it, and it was like a Colin Kaepernick was like, "I don't want to tie," and he like threw an interception that was hor- ugly interception that the <laughs> that the Rams took back. And I was like, you, you, "One, you lost and tied to the Rams, and the Rams are garbage that year." Yeah, they really were. Yeah, aren't they always garbage though? At some point. Like they're decent, and then just something bad happens, and they just start sucking. Well, that's what it is. I mean, they were gonna, they're, they were, a, they were a solid team this year, and then their quarterback like ruptures his ACL. It's like how the fuck, man? These guys can't catch yeah. a break. But we'll get to that later. Packers, Bears, Lions, Vikings. So you got Adrian Peterson doing his goddamn best for his team, and he's already starting to talk to the Cowboys. He's kind of considering the Cowboys in some of the news stories that he'll be joining them at some point. After his time with the the Vikings, what do you guys think yeah. about that? Um, I, I think that it, that'd be a good like publicity move. I think that AP is is in the winter of his career, if you will. Oh, I mean, not too many thirty year old running backs do great. And not saying that he ain't gonna do what Adrian Peterson does this year, but it, maybe to go to the Cowboys for a couple years and then retire. Because he's been at it for a long time, and with those knee surgeries, I mean, he can't he's carry the it. load. He can't carry the load for another two, three, four years with the pack no. with the Vikings. Hell no. Well, 
it's going to be at least two or three years before the Cowboys could possibly afford him. He's yeah. they're so cap strapped. That's what but, happens uh, when you give Romo money. Give <laughs> him all the monies. Right. Oh Lord, you haven't done anything for us. All the monies right now. Sign the check. What? <laughs> all of the monies. And then you got the Lions coming in in third place. You got Calvin Johnson, Reggie Bush, who broke one big in the preseason. Everyone's like, oh, my God, Reggie Bush is back. And he still hasn't lived up to all the hype, at least in my opinion. And then you got Golden Tate, which is probably, like, the coolest name ever. It's one of the best. Oh, my. That's a good name. Yeah. Golden Tate. I want to name my kid Golden Gonzalez. Golden. Ooh. Ooh. He'd be, like, guaranteed star player of every sport he played. Call him (laughs) G-squared. G-squared. That sounds like like the, 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 the athlete. From holes that he stole the shoes from. You ever seen that? Uh, yeah, <laughs> Sweet uh, Golden feet. Gonzalez. Sweet yeah. feet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sweet that feet. Was, Golden that? Gonzalez. That was Rick Fox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's an obscure reference, a holes reference here on themexcellence.com. dot com. That's a but, fantastic um, wait, movie. Oh, just right. wait. Just wait till we get to the, the Mel Brooks reference. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, we, we we cannot pass by the Lions without commenting on their collapse last year because that oh was so epic and yet it, it got no press they it, were right. seven and five and both of the other starting quarterbacks in their division you know chicago and and green bay were injured and they lost and they had only had to win two games they had the giants at home they had the vikings without adrian peterson and they lost four straight yep. <laughs> unbelievable with Arguably the best receiver in the league, at least the most freakish receiver in the league. Right. And that it, it's a telltale to me because I'm I'm old school football that you need a running back. The irony that of the Vikings not having a solid running back to depend on to me is hilarious because I mean, the they had. I mean the Lions. The Lions not having a solid running back to depend depend on is hilarious to me. Because for 10 years, they had probably, in my opinion, the greatest running back to ever play the game. And then nobody to help him. And now they have one of the best receivers to ever play the game. And no one's giving that guy help. It's, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it, I mean, Golden Tate being over there makes them much more dangerous. Because now people have to cover two receivers. <laughs> right. But even like, yes. Yeah, they're occasionally, because Golden Tate's not a... Like that much of a deep threat, but and, he will catch the ball. If yeah, he, he gets can. Open, you know. And then they had also a pretty solid tight end with Pettigrew. Mm-hmm. Their offensive line let him down, and then when defense is like, "Well, shit, they ain't gonna they ain't gonna run the ball," so let's just put <laughs> nine guys in the in the in the secondary, and then make them run the ball, and they couldn't do it. Right. And then they have one of the best defensive lines in the in the league too. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... It's like the whole thing is the less than the sum of its parts. It's just how do you look at that roster and get to seven wins? I, I just don't. I don't it's, know how that happened. Yeah. And then, Matthew Stafford. It's all his fault. It's, Poor it's, Matthew. I can't believe it. That man threw for five thousand yards. You know, for the rest <laughs> of the time, we're going to look at the at the NFL rule book and at or at a uh, record book, and there'll be five thousand yard season. Dan Marino, uh, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, and then Matt Stafford just kind of sitting out there like a what? And one guy caught 2,000 of them. (laughs) (laughs) Like that, how? That means between the rest of the team, running backs, receivers, and tight ends, 
equal three uh, three thousand yards. Like you could literally just double team Megatron and then make the other guys beat you, and he'd only throw for three thousand yards in a season. <laughs> like Lord, oh man! I mean, why would you put like a just get teach a tight end to play <laughs> corner just for Hold that him. game? Because <laughs> well, that, I mean, that's what you have to like have on him. Because Megatron's put, like a two hundred fifty pound receiver. Put a put an offensive lineman and just jam him at the fucking line. No, because if he get, <laughs> he's a big guy. So when he'll eventually get by him and need someone to run with him. So I'm like saying, a, just try to pancake him just in the open field. Just <laughs> time the snap three to two. Like, just bull rush him. If I was like, I'd like te- just for that game. If I was the Saints, I was like, all right, Jimmy, you're gonna play corner for this game. You're going to cover Megatron, Jimmy Graham, and then you're going to play tight end. All right? What? That's going to happen. Just trust me. Just do it. Just do it. Just Because if, if we chance. take away his options, he's only going to throw, like, for 200 yards this game, and that's fine. Yeah. It's all going to be to Reggie Bush. All right. Little, like, dump passes. Right? I mean, that'd be cool. Reggie Bush, then he get hit, then he'll get hit, and then he won't want to play anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's usually happens with Reggie Bush. He'll get a good lick on him, and then he'll be out for a couple games, and he'll just be nervous. <laughs> well, in college, they weren't allowed to hit him, so. Yeah, no crap. So, then you got the Bears at 8-8. Eight and eight. The Bears. The, the Bears. Bears. Sausage. So, <laughs> they have, um. Ditka. <laughs> but they have, you know, Tim Jennings, Charles Tillman, kind of getting up there in age, you know. They kind of just, there's nothing special to them. They got diabetes as quarterback. What? Well, diabetes? Jay Cutler? Jay Cutler. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Why you gotta be a dick for him, man? Because that's pretty much the only thing he's notable for nowadays, like nowadays, you know? Jay Cuddy? What? I mean, he's got a, probably one of the strongest arms. Deep probably strongest arm. Yeah. Just nothing behind it. <laughs> the mad, right? The mad bomber. <laughs> he has, the, the Bears to me are very interesting. They picked up a couple, um, solid, um, defenders, or uh, at least one, because they got, uh, Jared Allen and they got, um, who was our guy? Uh, um, Lamar Houston, Houston when I said the Bears. Bastard. Well, he's so a defensive that, end, right? Yeah. But he could play both, Houston could play both inside and outside. Like, right. he could play defensive tackle or, um, defensive end. He's a pretty skilled dude and pretty solid, uh, player. So you had another solid, Defense alignment to that defense, an aging defense. But I mean, we say that every year, and it's just like, well, well they're still pretty solid. I don't know. The Fountain Youth is in. Well, like, they Chicago got dogs. They got run over last year really bad, though, and True, then they but... lost Belton. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's weird because they, you know, you, you say there's nothing uh, fascinating about them. They might have the best receiver group. In the league, no, like yeah, those they're my those two guys. I'm um, my favorite. I always draft at least one of them when it comes to fantasy time, <laughs> right? Um, Brandon Marshall and Alshon Jeffries are beasts to cover. I mean, they're mm-hmm. big, fast receivers. Yeah, right. it. So, yeah. Let's say let's say diabetes goes down. Let's say he you know <laughs> hits, hits the hits the Chicago Dogs too hard. No, you got Jimmy Clausen coming in. Jimmy, Jimmy Claw. You you thought he was gone, didn't you? You thought he was <laughs> long out of the league, but he's back. Baby. Who's uh, after Jimmy Clausen? Fucking Kitna, or is it Testaverde? <laughs> <laughs> Marquez Tuyas Sopo, That's who. What? The best 
the best ultimate clip- clipboard quarterback. Yeah, clipboard quarterback, baby. <laughs> no, you know who's behind that? The best, the best Super Bowl quarterback ever. Sexy Rexy Grossman. Sexy Rexy. <laughs> Sexy Rexy. Talk about, talk about a quarterback that didn't deserve to be there. Oh, Lord. <laughs> gotta unleash the dragon. You gotta throw it deep. <laughs> That's all he did. Manning is the luckiest quarterback on the planet. Or I don't know what was up with the NFC that year because Rex Grossman was in the, the Super Bowl. Like he fumbled <laughs> the snap like four times. Who fumbles the snap in the Super Bowl? You know who? <laughs> Sexy Rexy Grossman, Sexy right? Rexy. <laughs> I would say uh, Tony Romo, but he doesn't get that far. <laughs> oh, true. So sad. But um. The Bears, uh, not not much since Erlacher retired. Makes me sad. Uh, and you got the Pack, the Packers. Man. Aaron Rodgers, Eddie Lacy. Can they be stopped in this division anyway? A-Rod, no. I think they take the division hands down, to be honest with you. Um, Their defense is, meh, all right, I suppose. We got Julius Peppers now. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> he's he's good, but I mean, like JP Julius Peppers is like when he's healthy, he's amazing, and it's like he's one of those weird, like annoying, like isn't he like six ten or some crap like that? Really long defensive end that's like reaches over people, like. But what the Niners' strength is, and they're going to be in their linebackers. If their linebackers stay healthy, they're going to be fine. Clay Matthews and all that Clay stuff. Clay Matthews. Another uh, name, Clay. Hawk. Another football name, Clay Matthews. Clay Matthews, yeah. AJ Hawk. That's a, that's a, a real line, you know, yeah. NFL name worthy group right there. Mm-hmm. AJ Hawk. They already lost, uh, Raji though, didn't they? Isn't he hurt? Hey, BJ, yeah, BJ I Raji. think so. I think yeah. he's hurt. Like he should be back though. Middle Eastern superhero, BJ Raji. <laughs> the killer chic. Even though it's probably wrong and racist. The Iron Sheik. Hold on. In your notes, though, who, what is this about Josh McCown? I <laughs> put that under the wrong thing. But, okay. like, yeah, they, uh, Josh McCown was, uh, uh, ridiculously good on Chicago, and I just wanted to emphasize how good their receivers are, that they made a legitimate starting quarterback out of Josh McCown. Again, another name you thought was out of the league at least three years ago, but he's back! <laughs> right? Josh and, um, McCown. Who's the tight end in, uh, what's his name, man? Green Bay. What's his name? Uh, Finley? Yeah, no, Michael Finley. He's still out, I think. Is he still Michael. out? Yeah, I think he, he's, he has some sort of insurance policy that pays him if he doesn't play. So he's oh, waiting for right. someone to give him like 10 million bucks. So it would be more, worth more to him to play than to not play. And, and nobody's going to do that unless he plays yeah. first. So we've got this Mexican standoff, pardon the. <laughs> you mean excellent standoff? Exactly. So you, exactly. So you mean just a standoff then? In general. <laughs> general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember hearing something about him, and he was just being a dick. So, dick. He's a talented guy. When he get when he comes back, though, I mean, he'll be a year out from his concussion. He'll presumably still be big and fast. Just will he have learned to catch? As the yeah, that's that's the thing. I remember just. just Watching him in that season when they went 15 and one, just drop everything in that playoff game that they lost. That was just so painful. I could, I'm surprised that Aaron Rodgers didn't just murder him on the side. <laughs> throw the ball so hard at him that he had to catch it out self defense. Yeah. Discount, <laughs> double check him in the nets. All right. 
Catch Get this. A, just throw it directly at his balls. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Give you a reason to drop it, you motherfucker. Right? Oh, what? You're out? Because I put your, I made your testicle in any? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so final thoughts on the NFC North. Packers, Bears, Lions, Vikings. I think it stays the same. Same order. I, I'm going to disagree. I think it's Chicago takes this division, but it's going to be another one of those, like, Nine and seven versus eight and eight kind of photo finishes, uh, like it was last year. Yeah. Um, and I think that the uh, the Vikings are going to jump the Lions because I really like Teddy Bridgewater, and I don't know why I really like Geno Smith before him, and they seem like the same guy. I haven't really seen them <laughs> in the same place. Essentially, so, yeah. <laughs> so like. He reminds me of uh, like Dante Culpepper, Steve McNair type of like, eh, they're kind of mobile, but they're just black. <laughs> That's what they remind me of. Well, it's just like a guy who starts out the season in college, because I follow college somewhat. They start out the season, guaranteed number one pick. Everybody's like over the moon about him. They throw a billion touchdowns when it's September. And then by the time December the rolls around, they're like missing and everybody's picking them apart. And yeah. yeah. So I, I thought that uh, he, he got way underdrafted, falling all the way to the Vikings, and I think he's going to do great out there, even though they're playing outdoors for the next year, uh, year or two. Right. Yep. Like, that's, I think that's going to play to their favor because come December, it's going to be cold in Minnesota. <laughs> and a lot of teams, I mean, a lot of teams, I mean, that division is all cold-weather teams. So inner division is not going to mean anything. But late in the season, if you got people that, like, if you got to play the Dolphins, the Dolphins are going to be like, God damn it, man, why? <laughs> what? What's why would you do inside? Uh, yeah, what happened to the temper con- temperature-controlled, like, Superdome? I think, um, I guess my, my predictions are all, um, if the, the Lions find a running back that can give them 20 to 25 uh, 18 to 22 touches a game. I think the, the, the Lions take this division. Really? Wow. That is bold. Because, I mean, again, I'm old football. It's going to be trying to, it, you're going to have to take it away from a rod, though, and the Packers. It's going to be very close between, I think, the Lions, Packers, and, um, the Bears. Again, like, I, I agree with Jason that this is going to be a very tough-fought division that maybe the leader wins by one game above somebody else. Mm-hmm. But I think it's going to be the Lions out on top and then three f- or two, three, and four can come in whatever order because I like Bridgewater. If they keep him healthy and upright, he has a solid running back. I mean, that's a rookie quarterback's best friend. Um, the Bears, if they find out, I mean, they added a couple defensive linemen. They figure out how to stop the run. They're going to be fine. And then, the, I mean, the Packers, I mean, you have to deal with Aaron Rodgers and all those guys, Jordy Nelson, and, you know, yeah. and the Packers are have a solid couple running backs. So it's going to be very interesting, this division. All right. So then we go to the AFC with the AFC North, where we have the Bengals at 11-5, and five, the Steelers 8-8, eight and eight, Ravens 8-8, eight and, eight, and the Browns 4-12. and 12. <laughs> Johnny Clipboard. Johnny Clipboard. What are you talking about? Oh, God. Brian Hoyer. Who the fuck is Brian Hoyer? 
He's he's another one of the uh, um, Brady backups that uh, Bill Belichick, you know, rubs his pixie dust on, and everybody thinks mm-hmm. they're going to be really good. I mean, he's done that like six times now, you know. And he <laughs> he he manages to, to to wring a draft pick out of some poor team, but right. I think Hoyer they got they got for free, but uh, it was a, it's like a a running theme with him with Matt Castle and. Um, Brian Hoyer and now Ryan Mallett got a pick and <laughs> uh, yeah Matt Castle remember man who who's, who jumped on him like he was like going out of style the fucking um the Chiefs Chiefs there yeah, we Chiefs. go he's still a quarterback I think well, no Aaron uh, Alex oh. Smith is oh yeah you you okay. you would be forgiven for mistaking the two <laughs> just so, one of them does really good at taking care of the football <laughs> yeah that's true. So we have the Browns, and obviously Johnny Clipboard, Johnny Manziel, didn't show up to preseason. He was too busy snorting cocaine and drinking all the boozes and doing all that fun shit. And people were like, Hang "Johnny, up. cut it out! You're not gonna do. You're not gonna do good if you keep fucking around like that." And he didn't listen. So <laughs> hanging out with the Biebs. Like... Oh my god! <sighs> His commercial. He does have a commercial though. It's funny as shit. It's a Snickers commercial where he's yeah. acting like a uh, Richard. I was going to say Gene Simmons. Richard Simmons, he's like, you know, leading a yeah. female-led yoga class, like aerobics class. Yeah. That shit was funny. Because that fool just looks like a fucking prick. When he get, like when he takes a bite, it has his uh, uniform back on. I'll put a link in the description. He just <laughs> looks like a fucking dick-ass dude. Like, <laughs> if he played, he would be murdered. Murdered. <laughs> <laughs> I love... <laughs> Jason, I love your note. Story, Johnny Football, cocaine, money, middle finger, Bieber, the longest okay. yard. Yeah, I want to elaborate on that last point. I mean, I know everybody made that joke when Vic went to jail. But, yeah. like, if you look at Johnny Manziel, can you not see him as the lead character from The Longest Yard? Yeah. You know? It's even the Texas connection. But, like, you know, can you not, in your mind's eye, visualize 18 months from now, Johnny Manziel gets hopped up on painkillers or something, smashes his Ferrari into, like, a fire engine and goes to jail in Texas for a year and has to play in a prison league. Like, can you not see the whole thing <laughs> playing out exactly the way the movie did? <laughs> and at one point, he'll throw a game for some, like, gambling debt or some shit, you know? Exactly. I don't put that... I don't mind... I don't put that past him at all. <laughs> Heisman Trophy can only get you so much after college. That's true. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, he's a he's a trip, and then they paired him up with you know Josh Gordon, which is such a great compliment to him both on and off the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I like that kid, and he was doing good for himself in the field, and then he got to go on fuck up again. So I was like, God damn it, Josh Gordon, you don't learn, sweet Jesus. <laughs> and then you I'm... go into the Ravens with Joe Flaccid, as I like to call him, man, because oh, he's just no. limp. Oh. He just got nothing. He's got all this money. He got they gave him a big contract. He's just done nothing with it. I can't believe he's. What like, more he got to do? I want a Super Bowl. What more I got to do? I don't know. <laughs> Have some pride. Have something. Because he's got nothing. Like he'll talk about. He'll, you can talk about pride as he polishes his Super Bowl ring. <laughs> well, that's literally all he does. Like he, they ask him, <laughs> what are you going to do with one hundred and twenty million dollars? And he's like, I don't know. Maybe just put it in a pile and look at it. He's like the most boring human being of all time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine what Johnny Manziel would be doing with 120 million? I mean, he would be what dead. What would he be doing with 120 thousand? 
<laughs> right? That's a Vegas. That's a night in Vegas for Johnny Menzel. Right? <laughs> Yet he's rolling up one dollar bills for cocaine. How's wrong with him, fucking rookie? Rookie. <laughs> Got to pull out the hundreds, as, as Drake would say, hundreds. He's also his friend. Uh, he's a Canadian rapper gonna be friends with a little kid from Texas. No, no. How is how is there a Canadian rapper? <laughs> Just saying. Good uh, and the Who's real the real story in Baltimore is like, don't don't beat your women. All right, don't be an <sighs> asshole. I know. Who's I know. An asshole? What was his name again? Ray Rice, one of my favorite running backs. I've been following him since he was at Rutgers. I really care about this dude, and then I was like, oh, man, Ray Rice is on ESPN. Oh, oh, no. 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 Ray, why? Why'd you do it? No. no. Say it ain't so, Ray. Say it ain't so, Ray. You were like the little engine that could. You were the good one. Oh, oh man. man. They handled every part of that wrong. Like, there was no, <laughs> yeah. no part. It's not like it's it's a particularly new uh, area to tread when a, when a football player steps out of line and does something stupid and violent, but they just they it's like they learn nothing at all from any of the previous instances when that happened, like including their own famous Hall of Fame middle linebacker who may or may not have been a double murderer, uh, mm-hmm. but <laughs> alleged, alleged, who may or may not have been an alleged murderer. Right. All I have to do is just start believing in Jesus again. Right. And like Jesus. preach on the field every so often. There you go. That's your one way ticket away. But he does like a a twenty minute press conference where he apologizes to everybody, like the fans, the coach, his teammates, everybody, but his wife, who was in the room, <laughs> right sitting that? right next to him. <laughs> and so baby, awful. baby, I'm sorry I brought the hand to you. Like at least that. I mean, sweet Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry to the fans. I'm sorry to the children. Oh yeah, and this bitch sitting next to me who I hit. Yeah, I'm sorry to her too. <laughs> I mean, you know, that at least, sweet Jesus. When when Kobe had that whole rape trial in, in right. Colorado, I, was, I lived there rape. at the time. And I remember there was a big old uh, uh, thing because after the uh, after he was uh, acquitted or, or, you know, the charges were dropped or whatever, they had a, he had a press conference with his wife and she was suddenly wearing an enormous diamond ring yep. that they had seen before. <laughs> and, and, like, immediately the press picked up on that. But Ray Rice didn't even do that. Right. Like, what was it uh, when Tiger Woods... When Tiger Woods got caught, he sent a text to somebody. They had to pull a Kobe. Like, what does that mean? He was got to buy a house on a ring. <laughs> it's like, yep, ain't that true? Oh, God, so, man. Kobe. That's why Kobe's still playing. He's still trying to pay off that fucking rock. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck his ACL shit. Fuck his ankle problems. Uh, All that shit. He's got to pay off that fucking. I still got another hundred thousand dollars on it, Coach. I got to keep playing. <laughs> don't, don't get. Don't bring LeBron here. He's gonna take away from my cut. <laughs> But um, then you got the Steelers. Just woo, man, the Steelers. <laughs> what makes you laugh about the Steelers, ah, particularly? The irony that they have a um, they have a guy named Leglarid Blunt, and then he gets suspended for marijuana charges. <laughs> yeah, which we're still on that, Roger Goodell. Really, weed. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's illegal. Yeah. You can't be doing it, but it's kind of hypocritical when a, co- a company that makes billions of dollars on alcohol sales fines and suspends players for using weed. Yeah, I, I think he's hard to claim he didn't know you could get a DUI for being high. He thought it was only for <laughs> alcohol or something. Like, oh. Him and the other running back, because uh, they're both the starting running backs for the, the, the Steelers. 
I oh, suspended yeah, because of Le'Veon the same Bell. Yeah. <laughs> Davion Bell and uh, LeGarrette Blunt. Both suspended. Well, it been one thing if, like, they were in their Camaro and, like, there were, like, just smokes pouring out of it. They had a giant bag of weed on the dashboard and, like, a patrol cop on a bike, like, a motorcycle comes up and he's like, how you guys doing? <laughs> uh, is that weed on your dashboard? Yeah, you, you guys need to pull over. <laughs> like, I literally cannot let this pass. Yeah, like, it's so obvious. I am high from waiting three cars back. <laughs> I, I can't let it go. So, it, yeah. So, uh, it's okay, though. They have Darius Hayward Bay. They'll be okay. And Mike Mitchell. One of the and best. And Mike Mitchell. One of the best. And by best, I mean he'll make a play here or there safeties. <laughs> Can't really cover anybody, but. Four former Raider players, Darius Hayward Bay, the secondary draft bust after Jamarcus Russell. And then who? Uh, Mike. Who? Exactly. We don't speak of him anymore. And then uh, Mike Mitchell. The, they're like, man, this guy's going to be like Jack Tatum. This guy's vicious. This guy's mean. But he just, like I said, couldn't cover shit. And couldn't he would hit people offense. hella late. He was just late hit people. Just super yeah. mean. And he wouldn't get caught because he was too small. I mean, he wasn't really good at it. So. Yeah. so They lost Lamar Woodley, though. They did lose Lamar Woodley. which Yeah. Ah. Found a home in Oakland. Yep. And or as we like to call eight. it, a retirement home. They lost they Sanders and, and Clark, too. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And uh, was it Ziggy Hood? Yeah. But like eight and eight, you'd think with like Troy Polamalu, Ben Rapenberger, they'd be able to do something, you know? Well, not only did they go eight and eight, but they um, they only missed the playoffs because of that blown call on the Chiefs on the last play yeah. of the season. And I remember this was really funny because after that happened, some like Pennsylvania felon tried to sue the league to overturn that game. So that the Steelers could be in the playoffs. And I was really sad that I didn't think of that first. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were like, I would have done that for the Bills. Oh, Why God, right? I, I would have sued their ass. <laughs> no. What, what's, what's the statute of limitations on that shit? On no the fucking shit. home run, home run throwback, Music City Miracle bullshit. <laughs> 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 I demand justice. <laughs> what's, what's the statute of limitations on the fucking tuck rule? That's not even a rule anymore. Shit. Ten years, apparently. <laughs> If it's in the rule book, you can still sue. Now it's not. We're not getting into that because fuck, I'll get mad. I was 12 years old when that happened. Fuck that. Ugh. Anyway. So then you have the magical, mystical Bengals yeah, on top of the favorite, division, 11 favorite, and 5. My favorite team in this division, hands down. Why? Because the, the magical ginger Andy Dalton? Yeah, the magic, that good old, as he was said on, um, I was watching it when he was at TCU. It was a uh, just a broadcast, and the announcer announced him as led by that good old Christian boy from TCU. And I was like, "What? Was like, Why does that matter? Are you guys trying to make him like Tim Tebow? Oh, God. Don't do that, please." And then oh, somebody man. called him the Red Rocket, and I was like, "No, don't call him." Red <laughs> I've heard him called the Ginger Hammer. I think that the sounds ginger, better. The Ginger. I, I've heard the Crimson Bomber. I've also heard. <laughs> That, the that sounds like that sounds like a, a euphemism for a period. I have to say, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All of them sound really bad. Yeah, either period or wangs or just something not very nice. So I just but, want to blow your minds for a second here. We've 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 gone over the AFC North. We've gone over you know cocaine uh, use in in Cleveland. We've gone over wife beating in Baltimore. We've gone over blunt smoking in Pittsburgh. <laughs> 
like you realize Cincinnati is now the most well-behaved team in that division. <laughs> Cincinnati. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, I can't. I mean, I don't know anybody's doing crazy in Cincinnati. Anybody's doing crazy. I'm happy that uh, Atkins is coming back because yeah. that guy, that guy's listed as six six one. He's like five ten, five eleven. And he's a defensive tackle that's just angry. And if he was bigger, he'd probably be one of the probably the considered one of the best in the league. But he just gets his job done. Yeah. That's what I like about him. And they have also one of my favorite draft picks from uh, I think it was last year was uh, Giovanni Bernard. Yeah, that yeah, kid's people, gonna be something. A lot of people picked him up in the fantasy drafts. Like he was actually a pretty solid like late round running back they get. Mm-hmm. Like, not even late round, just maybe third or fourth, just as like a backup, you know. So people are waiting on good things. Yeah, for him, he, and you're not the only one. You've been kind of praising him ever since he got into the league. Yep, you yep. Know, that's been your boy for a while. So. Well, they finally got rid of the law firm, so there's no one left to take all of his care. <laughs> that was ridiculous. That was like, you know who, he, who he's talking about, Sam? The law I forget firm. the name. Ben Jarvis Green Ellis. Yeah, Ben Jarvis. <laughs> the law firm. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought that was one of the greatest nicknames, but right. Yeah, it was like you know. Remember, I don't know if you guys. I'm sure you do. Be an AFC West story. Remember Thomas Jones and Jamal Charles. And okay. they just kept giving the ball to Thomas Jones, and nobody could understand why. Well, that was that was the law firm, and they they were doing it again, and there was no explanation for it. Because his name is Ben Jarvis. When you have a player named Ben Jarvis, <laughs> you give him the goddamn ball just to make the announcer <laughs> say his name. Green Ellis. Green Ellis. Yeah. Here's and- the thing. Go. You guys have to make up your own mashup name for a running back now. Go. Um, Macedius Jones Smith. I don't know. Mactivius Jones Smith. I think that, uh, I think I might have stolen that from K and Peel. Well, Kingle McCringleberry, Ty Royal, huh? Clinton Hernandez Johnson, Sagittarius Jefferson, <laughs> Jefferson. <laughs> Quattro Quattro. I could do all of them. <laughs> Ibrahim Moses, Moises, Moises. Mm. But um, yeah, Giovanni Bernard. I don't think he's an every down back because he's small and he's gonna get hurt. Like he's gonna get hit. A lot, because he's not built like the small, like compact running backs, like uh, MJD and um, Ray Rice. Yeah, um, he's more of a that fucking bastard from San Diego. What's his name? Darren Sproles. That thing. <laughs> God, he's out of our division. I don't have to worry about him. He's like a more useful Darren, useful Darren Sproles. Like Darren Sproles in the open field. Anybody who's played against him was like, get that motherfucker before he starts running. Get him. <laughs> he's like a grease pig. <laughs> really? Exactly. Like I wouldn't great, great analogy. Rolando, when when Rolando McClain like laid his little ass out, I was like, "Stay down, you little shit!" Because you're annoying. <laughs> because no one wants to cover you. Him. Yeah, nobody can. You can't not like you can put a safety on him. Safeties can't keep up. You're not going to waste a corner on him. No linebacker can keep up with them. So it was just like corral him. Like it was like a chicken with the head <laughs> cut off. Just like get around him and make him fall down or have to run towards somebody. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I used to watch it with the when he was with the Saints. I was like, yes. Yeah, somebody. Now you guys have to deal with him. Right. <laughs> but um, right. so I, I think um, Bernard's similar to that, but I think he can run between the tackles too. But I don't think he's going to give you like twenty-five touches. All right. So AFC North final thoughts. Bengals. <laughs> Bengals. Bengals win it. Do Wait, Browns go out of last place, or do they move up? How long no, is Rice out of division? 
<laughs> six weeks, right? Something like that. Maybe, maybe the Browns squeak by because Hoyer ain't that bad, right? You I guess Johnny it, football starts uh, later in the season. Depends how whole it's Hoyer's job to lose. Mm-hmm. Like Manziel ain't gonna take it away from him in practice. Yeah. So if Hoyer's like really sucking it up, then yeah. Okay, Jason. Well, we we spent the whole. AFC North section talking about people doing coke and we didn't talk about the <laughs> football field. Like I originally was kind of thinking like maybe this is Pittsburgh's year and you know they're going to come back and they lost a bunch of guys but they still got Roethlisberger and they got Antonio Brown and he's the second best receiver in the division and they got the best quarterback by far and and then I was like oh wait a minute Cincinnati gets Geno Atkins back and that just swung my whole opinion okay. 180 <laughs> degrees because he's that good. So I was like, okay, so Cincinnati's going to win this division. And I'm thinking Baltimore actually is going to is going to take second place because I, I can't really think of a team that would rally around a wife beater and and kind of grow stronger as a result other than Baltimore. And I think that's what's going to happen. I think gonna <laughs> like close ranks around it. The fans are going to be like, yeah, Ray, you tell them. Uh, Hit her you know. again, Ray. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, Cleveland. Cleveland's still a year away. You know, they lose they lose Gordon. Uh, they lose all that stuff. So I think that they're going to get their, they're going to get our first round pick and they're going to be really good next year, but I think they're a year. So I'd say Cincinnati, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Cleveland in that order. I'll agree. So (laughs) going off of that just debauchery of a fucking division, we're going to go to ESPN's favorite division. God damn it. NFC East. Any of the East, but NFC East. So, uh, we have the Eagles at 10 and 6. Cowboys at eight and eight, New York Giants at seven and nine, and the Redskins uh, RG three RG three RG three ACL RG three and uh, RG three ACL RG three. Oh, you forgot racism. The Washington racism. Oh, um, racism. Uh, was it uh, scalping? Uh, scalping scalp. racism. Uh, scalping uh, Redskins. Uh, RG three. <laughs> uh, there it is. Um, yeah. So we have the Eagles at ten and six. Got Nick Foles, that motherfucker. I hate him since last year. Mr. I could throw seven touchdowns on a really shitty fucking... Oh, my God. <laughs> How did, Like, Peyton Manning, seven. Awesome. Impressive. Congratulations. You don't just run up the score on the Raiders. Like, run one in, motherfuckers, you piece of shit. No, like, do Nick it. Foles. Do it, because we will have our time. The autumn wind will return! We'll get there later. But right now, got Chip Kelly doing what he does. <laughs> Do what he do. Doing what do he what do. He do. Playing that spread offense in the NFL. It's working <laughs> now. Yeah. Because as soon as people figure that shit up, it's like, we're just going to hit these guys in the mouth and see what they do after that. <laughs> I I feel like it's going to last a little bit longer than a lot of people think, just because they're making the rules so um, opposed to downfield contact. And so when you got all these guys running these crossing routes and these little you know, flips and screens, and if you pull his jersey, it's a free first down. I think that's still going to be viable longer than people think. But, like, my favorite Philly story out of this uh, this uh, offseason is how they, they come up with, like, two good uh, preseason games for Mark Sanchez, and suddenly <laughs> there's, like, the tiniest bit of buzz about him trading them, and, and Chip Kelly's like, whoa, 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 we're going we're gonna to hold on to him until we get a really good offer. And I'm like, well, you can't raise with, with a pair of fours, man. It's still Mark Sanchez. I, I have seen <laughs> man. that man run into another man's ass. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it's a plus. <laughs> uh, butt fumble. 
butt fumble, butt fumble. Thank God for 50 Cent's horrible opening throw because that would still be the worst play in sports history. Definitely. <laughs> butt fumble. Wasn't it a return for a touchdown too? Yes, I don't was. know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's embarrassing. You got one Mexican in the fucking league since, no, like, fucking Tom Flores. We have more, a lot of Mexicans in the league. They're just a not quarterback. A quarter, okay, okay. Okay, Mexican quarterback. You know, we got Plunkett with some sort of Hispanic. Tom Flores as a coach and as a player. You get, like, you know, Mark Sanchez. Like, man, that guy, USC, Southern California, allegedly molested someone. Who knows? Who and hasn't then, in the NFL, though? Really? Right. You know, USC, you know, that's, you know, that's what they do. You know, they don't use Trojans there. So then you got the Cowboys who just made news today for picking up Michael Sam for their practice squad after the Rams released him. Jerry Jones likes that money. And if it's a story in it, that means there's money in it. No shit. I love Jerry Jones. And that guy is a marketing genius. (laughs) Only Jerry Jones and the Cowboys. Can give season ticket holders vouchers for playoff games. That they can re- <laughs> no, I did not know that. Yeah, oh, you didn't okay. know that. You didn't know that. No, so okay. if you're season, ho- you're a season ticket holder in, in Dallas, right? And at the back of your book of your season tickets, you have vouchers. Like they look like normal tickets, but they have like wild card, whatever game. And if the Cowboys make it. You could redeem though one of those or those for playoff game tickets. Wow, <laughs> that's bold. That's right. bold and daring. It's bold, but, but I, if you go, all your season ticket holders are going to go as well. So you you sell. Imagine if you had that possibility, like the Bills, if the season tickets holders got playoff tickets. Wouldn't you just buy season tickets just for that? If you knew, if you had a gleam of hope that they were going to go to the playoffs. Okay, well, we're talking about the Bills here, so no. <laughs> okay, well, okay, but let's let's take it back to 1992. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean that that seems like a, a genius move, but don't you have to pay like five thousand bucks to buy uh, before you can even get in line to buy Cowboys season tickets? Yeah, it looks like it may, there's DSL. people. There's people paying five thousand dollars because they sold more uh, season tickets this year than any other year, and they didn't even have to draft Johnny Manziel. And they didn't have to draft Johnny Manziel. They tried. They tried. You heard yeah. that? Yeah. 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 Jerry Jones was fucking. It was the words like super furious that he, he wanted to, but everyone, everybody, everybody who understood football was like, "Let him fucking go." No, Jerry they physically wrestled the card out of his hand. They like, <laughs> grabbed his arm and pulled it out. Right. He's getting reached. Guys in suits are holding the back. I want to put the ballot. Yeah. <laughs> no. Who did Jerry, the picking? You had too much to drink, Jerry. All right. <laughs> Who did Let the picking, go. though? Oh, does it Christ. matter? I mean, uh, damn, I can't even remember. That's how. That's how unmemorable. Zach it was. Martin, offensive tackle. Yeah, they picked an offensive tackle. Yeah, Jerry Jones. I want to pick a fucking offensive tackle. No, that <laughs> they had to fight him tooth and nail. And they already have one of the better left tackles out there. So if they pick right. the right tackle over Johnny Manziel. <laughs> because right, they, they got to protect Tony block. Romo. Because Tony Romo's yeah. got the slipperiest fingers in December, you know? Yeah, that's Fumbling, true. Fumbling, intercepting. And he's like Mexican, the, too. Did they actually. still got the bullpen in Dallas? Where there's just like four quarterbacks on the roster? Or <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh, we're up by 21. Bring Romo out. Bring me Vaughn. I want Vaughn. Bring him in. <laughs> bring in the closer. 
That'd be bring awesome. In, bring in Kitna so he doesn't just manage the game, John. <laughs> Kitna. They're going to bring in Hasselbeck, all the old guys that just game managers. Just manage the game. Don't throw an, don't throw an interception. God. Oh, man. I, I love that there was a scandal with Jerry Jones where he had, like, some, some woman's face against his crotch or something. Oh. Love that it started as a blackmail attempt. As if you were, your attempt to make money is based on Jerry Jones's personal sense of shame. <laughs> that, oh, oh very poor strategy. Right? Jerry Jones came out with you. That was your mother. What's it to you? <laughs> like, really? You're going to try to blackmail Jerry Jones? This guy's like, that'd be trying to blackmail Al Davis, God rest his soul. But what the hell? Okay. Like, you'd end up missing because there's people that Al Davis is that much of, like, a Godfather-esque type of dude. Right? Like, Jerry Jones is one of the last, like, of the old owners. Like, the guys who just, like, you know, I know he doesn't talk about this, but he'd be like, yeah, see, football's a great sport, and we're going to play some, uh, we're going to get the fancy guy. What's his name? Manziel. Johnny Football. We'll get him. Uh, you got to damn well believe if Al Davis is still alive, we would have drafted oh my God. Johnny Football. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Raiders and the Raiders organization love to have people who are gifted. In their abilities and their speed, he runs the fastest. Who, who's running the fastest forty? I would take him because Al Davis had this weird like accent. I could never pinpoint. Yeah. It was I, like well, Southern was, Jersey. Yeah, he was from New York. So, but I was like, you lived in California the majority of your life, Al. How the hell do you still have an accent? <laughs> so Jerry Jones didn't get his chance, but he has the first openly gay NFL player. On his practice squad, so maybe he'll sell a few jerseys that way, you know. Probably in Texas, so I don't know if that's going to be nah. able to. <laughs> True that. I was like, but, Seattle, um, please pick this dude up. Right? Just sculpt him. Well, I mean, you don't think that kid could be something with, with under Pete Carroll's defense? Oh, of course. Jesus. I mean, sweet yeah. Jesus. And then Seattle being the gayest city, you'd sell, you'd make, he'd pay, you'd pay his salary on jersey sales alone. Right. Yeah. So but that's just. We go off of the Cowboys into the New York football giants, and... I, I guess I can ask Jason this question. Jason, what the hell is up with Manning, Eli? Like, so, for a long time... <laughs> he understands what I mean by this question, because... What what the hell is up with Eli Manning? It's, yeah. That's pretty much been the same question that every New Yorker asks themselves for, like, since 2004, on and off. Because he's generally been bad, except for two years where he was just incredible, and they won the Super Bowl. So it kind of pushes him out of the realm of criticism. But but if you look back, like, he was was almost benched in the year they upset the Patriots the first time. Like, there was a game where he threw, like, four pick sixes in a row. (laughs) And their their quarterback, I mean, their their coach was on the, like, chopping block that season, too. Yeah. And he's just like, I want to get good. About now, like in December, he was just like, "All right, I'm gonna be unstoppable." <laughs> Stop yeah. me. You know, I'm I'm gonna analogize it, and I think you're gonna like this. I think he's like, you know, an episode of Power Rangers where the situation just gets worse and worse <laughs> until finally they have to pull out like the absolute final final uh, robot, and that's the fly manning like a the two- <laughs> essentially. <laughs> <laughs> where he gets I mean, smacked around for 27 minutes and loses every fight and then suddenly gets really, really good. The, the guitar yeah. kicks in. And then it's like, oh, yeah, we had the sword, like the end of fucking uh, Pacific Rim. <laughs> we have the sword that can cut kaiju in half. It's like, what? Why did you just lead with this? <laughs> it's that, uh, man, it's that Manning retard strength, man. I'll tell you that much. 
Yeah, that's so, still the greatest play in football I've ever seen. The catch? No, not that's not the catch. What is? What would that be called? I don't know. That's fucking. Leave me alone, Peyton! And then like <laughs> scrambling out of the clutches of a defensive end, turning around, jersey being all pull, pull, pulled, then just lets it rip downfield, and some guy catches the ball on a goddamn helmet. The helmet catch. Man, yeah, that was amazing. I remember watching it, and I was like, he caught it. Because I looked at the ball and I saw the way it, like, went yeah. around, like, when he arches back. He didn't touch the ground. I go, he fucking caught it. I mean, I was with family, but in my head, I was yeah. like, he fucking caught it. He fucking caught it. And they're like, oh, we're going to review it. And then they went to the replay right after. And I was like, damn straight, he fucking caught it. And then they just, <laughs> oh, man. But didn't, was... didn't Manning throw 22 interceptions last year? Yeah. So, it was, it was he won two Super Bowls. That's what I'm saying. That's all so, I have to say. He's... Like, Peyton, Peyton has been trying. Peyton can break every record in the fucking history book, <laughs> but he's not going to have two Super Bowls where his retarded-ass little brother just fucking stumbled drunkenly into two, beating the one team that his brother cannot. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? It's <laughs> amazing. Like, you know but, like, Tom Brady hates Eli Manning, right? Like... <laughs> oh, he's got absolutely despises him. I, right, because I, I like to think Eli sends him a, how you doing, buddy? Like in the middle of the night. Like, just, you know, to, 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 um, Tom Brady, like, hey man, how you doing? How you been? And Tom Brady just looks at his phone, like, no, fuck you, Eli. And just like, doesn't respond. That's the thing. He's gonna be lying next to Giselle, one of the most beautiful women in the world. And, oh, baby, what's wrong? <sighs> You're not two Super Bowl rings. <laughs> I could have five. But this I could have had a goddamn perfect season. Right. <laughs> then he shows him some picture on some picture on the internet. This goofy little motherfucker took him away from me. <laughs> because there's another throw in that sideline throw in the second Super Bowl that sports science is like, we no, I don't I don't know how I mean that happened. We saw it happen, but we can't recreate it. <laughs> the one where uh, I think it was Manningham caught it on the sideline. The ball spe- fell from like almost looked like it was throwing from other direction, like did a curl back. Like it was the perfect <laughs> pass. The guy had his feet in. I was just like, you can't write. There's no way you can play better defense. Like it was just like, yeah, I like to assume that Eli Manning like blacks out in these instances. And then he's like, what happened? <laughs> uh, what happened? Did I do something good? Sweet. Because half the time he doesn't look like he doesn't realize he, he looks like he doesn't realize he's playing football. <laughs> you look at his receivers and just be like, "Wait, is this a wait, fo- oh a football? Football? We're football. playing football? All right, football. Wait, what game is this? Who do we play next week, man? Eli, this is the Super Bowl. What? I, I, I guess you got to win. And like you know, have you guys seen Sherlock on like the BBC where he goes no. into his mental palace? I think yeah. that's where fucking Eli Manning goes. He just, shoo, just everything slows down like bullet time. Just like do 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 do. Hey, that guy's about to get open. Do 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 do. Really use the sandwich uh, right now. Oh wait, it's already gone. Uh, how did I? I didn't even want to throw it, but oh, he caught it. Cool. Uh huh. <sighs> what happened? You just won the game, Eli. Huh? What happened? <laughs> Why is my jersey ripped? Who are you, people? Yeah. So, I mean, the, so, I can't. You can't. You can never tell with the Giants. They could be. Seven and nine, or they could be fourteen and two. Like it could... Tom Coughlin is not a bad coach. He looks like his face is about to pop off the top of his head That's every true. fucking time he plays in the cold. But I mean, he's not a bad coach at all. 
And yeah, yeah I, it's a weird they had the, they had that running back. They drafted him in the first like two years ago, and he, he had to retire over injuries. They just had like mm-hmm. really bad luck with that, and they lost like uh one of their one of their top linemen. Um, uh, I think it was their center or something, boss. O'Hara. Yeah. O'Hara. Yeah, yeah. They've lost like their their interior O line and. That I don't know. I don't see them. Come, is... They're not. They can't turn this around in in one year. Mm. But you, you, like you said, you just never know. Like I can't yeah. predict anything about the Giants. You know, like when back going back to that second Super Bowl, they got their first score on a safety where he threw it right down the middle of the field. I have never seen intentional grounding on a ball that landed between the hash marks. Like <laughs> I've never seen that in my life. And it was the first play of the Super Bowl, and it cost them two points. <laughs> it gained them two. Uh, and then I mean, lastly, just to get past the New York Giants, who we admittedly at the end of that conversation have no idea how the fuck they're going to do. <laughs> right? No, nobody does. The Redskins, or uh, the Capitals, as they will soon be known in about three years, because they lost oh, their copyright for advertising. So, Oh, no. Robert Griffin III, everyone thought he was amazing, and he got hurt. So I guess, I think Shanahan's out now at this point. Um, he's back yeah. again. Still doing every fucking commercial has RG3. Holy shit. And that's about it. That's like the only news from the Redskins. It's like everything kind of depends on him being good, and he hasn't been all that great yet. He's been injured all the time. I mean, exactly. they sent that boy to the Wolves. Yeah. There's no, no. way he should have came back after his injury the first year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was particularly bad. But I can't say that there's no news about him, man. They they they're the Eagles cut Deshaun Jackson for being a gangbanger, and the Redskins are like, well, we'll snap him right up. Right? <laughs> we're fine. So, we're, we're, we're cool with that. We got plenty of those in Washington. They'll fit right in. Right. So, <laughs> don't get shot. We're fine. So, yeah, I mean, they got a legit number one and number two with, uh, with Garcon. Garcon has always played a better number two, I think. Yeah. Jackson's a good one. He plays the Wayne role, and that's, and then they got that tight end, Reed, who got hurt, and now yep. he's coming back. So, I mean, if, if Griffin can, can, you know, get his legs back under him, that's a kind of a scary and, offense. And they have that, uh, what's Morris. that? Morris, the running yeah. back. Their offensive line is not scared to run the ball. Sweet Jesus. Those guys want, like the old hogs, man. Those guys want to run on people. Seriously. And, and then my favorite piece of news, though, their new coach. Jay Gruden? Jay Gruden. Not John Gruden. Because they couldn't get John Gruden. They had to get the other dumb... Is he a little brother? Is he younger? Yeah, he's a younger brother. Your brother? <laughs> the other dumb was the brother. son for some reason, but I guess that's, that was the Shanahan. Was the yeah, son, was Shanahan's the boy. Oh, okay. He's yeah. offense coordinator. But um, yeah, He went somewhere else, but... Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a, a bizarre hire. I mean, that's that's the guy who was the offensive coordinator in Cincinnati, and I Cincinnati, would not yeah. have credited him with their success. No. <laughs> <laughs> That boy, that, that boy got a, that guy got the, fo- the football equivalent of a Kennedy name. <laughs> because, uh, I mean, he's, we'll see. I mean, he has a lot of tools. Again, if, um, Robert, if Bob, that boy, Bob Griffin, the third, uh, Bobby. if he's, if Bob, he's healthy, Bob G3, Bob, Bob Griffin, um, if he's healthy, as long as they, as long as he uses his legs smart, like how the, Seahawks use Russell. They roll him out a bunch and, you know, keep him in the pocket, keep him upright. Because if he has to depend on his legs, like running for dear life, he's going to get racked again. Like what's, um, Hiloti Nada did to him. And then he's not going to be able to play anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was horrendous. Yeah. 
I remember watching that happen, and I know the type of player uh, Nada is, and I was like, don't, don't cut back, RG. Don't. Uh, I, there goes. And I told my. I remember watching with my sister. I go B. I go B. He's gonna get hurt right now. And then boom, the hit happened. I was like his. And then they replayed it over and over. And I was like his knee like kicked Poloni <laughs> Nada in the back. His foot kicked him in the back, but his knee <laughs> didn't really bend the way it was supposed to. And I was like, man, that yeah. kid is not getting up. And then when he came back in the playoff game, where he just was trying to do like a handoff, and he like planted and rotated, and then he was like. His knee literally goes, well, I'm done for today. And then he, like, collapsed over. <laughs> yeah. uh, we, can only right. hope for, we can only hope the best for him because if not, he's going to have to go back to his job at Good Burger. So. <laughs> and he's a Baylor bear. I, I like Baylor. They're, mm-hmm. they're a fun school to watch. So, NFC East, we talked about him just as much as ESPN fucking talked about him. But uh, how do you think it's going to pan out? Uh, I think the Eagles will take it again. They're pretty damn solid, especially their defense. Go Michael Kendricks. Uh, my yeah. high school. I played football with them. It's pretty good, actually. So, oh. yeah, I, I I can't see anyone unseating Philly. I still think Chip Kelly. I I I like Chip Kelly. I like the style of offense he runs. I like the the option. I kind of like that he he challenges tradition. You know, I mean, you're an old school football guy. I'm a I'm a new school football guy. I love guys that challenge traditions. You go for two, go for it on fourth. You know, run a run a run an option that lets a defensive tackle right up the middle and see what happens. Come on, do it! I dare you. <laughs> and then so it's just it's, it's fun to watch and crazy crazy person coaching let's, a football game. Let's just make sure that defensive tackle isn't Dino Atkins, Haloti Nada, or JJ Watt at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Well, if, if you go back, if you go back and watch his national championship game against Auburn, like they tried to do that with Nick Fairley, and it did not go well. <laughs> it's like we're just gonna let Nick Fairley run up the middle and see what happens. And what happened was he destroyed everything and cost them a national championship. He destroyed so, everything. It was just like that uh, Michigan when they tried to do that read option against um on the end against the the Javion Clowney and Clowney racked that running back. And I was like, oh, he not only hit him, knocked off his helmet, and then he made him fumble. Then he picked up the fumble. I was like, God bless. <laughs> Did he? I mean, I guess lunch money and ate it. I don't know. It's just, it was incredible. Did he pay his rent after he made him his bitch too? Sweet Jesus! <laughs> but, the uh, thing that makes me sad is that these guys are like like three years younger than me, and they're just like these fucking just monsters. And I'm like, man, what have I done wrong? Like I do Madden, and it's like the starting age is 1994 now for Madden. Whoa, that's crazy! And just like fuck. There's people that are 20 years old that are just, you know, significantly younger than me in the NFL. Like, who was the youngest guy that won um, defensive tackle? Oh, yeah, from the Texans. I don't think he still plays anymore. Uh, the Nigerian Nightmare's son. Um, Amobi oh, yeah. Okoye. Oh, yeah. 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 He was, like, 19. Yeah, he was 19 when he got drafted. It's from like, uh, Yale or some shit like that. My mom has to sign a permission slip for me to play in the NFL. No crap. <laughs> or uh, BYU. I forget what school he went to. Well, yeah, one of those. So then we're going to move to Jason's division. And that's the AFC East. Now, I'm pretty sure Jason's going to be the main one who knows about all this division. Um, but we're going to start with the top. Patriots at 12 and 4. Everybody Jets loves at that. 8 and 8. Dolphins at 8 and 8. And the Bills at 6 and 10. That's so big. we're going to start with the Patriots. We'll go from the top to the bottom to save the best for last. 
Uh, Patriots, um, Uggs, and they're good, and they still haven't done shit since Spygate. So, moving on. Nah, man, you can't, <laughs> they, they had a, arguably, or you, what used to probably be one of the best cover corners in the league to their defense, but they also got rid of, the, I, this is very interesting because Tom Brady has also, has been one of those quarterbacks that had the luxury of like, drop back, do my taxes, uh, buy <laughs> Christmas presents, um, tie my shoe. Oh, look, somebody's <laughs> open and then throw the ball because his offensive line has given him time for days. Yeah. Right. For years since he's been in the league. And now they've gotten rid of one of the, one of the best linemen in the league, I think, with Logan Mankins. Right. And he was pissed about it too. Like, yeah. he was like, what the fuck did you do that for? <laughs> I want to pick him up bad. Well, he's a friend of State Boy too, and I, yeah. I don't understand the Patriots because they seem like half and they have one foot in, like recognizing, okay, Brady's thirty-seven, something like that. You know, we only got maybe two more years where we can realistically expect him to be, you know, a solid quarterback, and after that, God only knows that it's that's just found money. So they go in on guys like Revis and Browner on these one-year deals, and then they go and they like take a first-round pick. They draft a guy with a blown-out knee. Yeah. And they trade away their best linemen. It's, so it's like, okay, now, now they're planning for the future. What, when's the future? They're, they have to win in the next two years. Yeah. They can't expect to keep being good. They can't expect Brady to carry them. And mm-hmm. to trade away Mankins was really ridiculous because they play in a division that has so many good interior linemen. Exactly. I mean, they have Muhammad uh, Wilkerson and Sheldon Richardson and Marcel Darius and Kyle Williams and you know, then they got to go play Denver, and they got to play Terrence Knighton. Like, what the hell? Tom Brady has got to be pissed, <laughs> right? Yeah, and he will—you will notice it quick because I, I can't remember the name of the center of New England. I'm usually, I played center, so I usually like have all my centers usually in line. But um, I just knew that Mankins was the anchor on that that team, and straight away one of the best, unless they know something we don't, and. His backup is phenomenal, but because offensive line scout in New England has been pretty good for the past, I don't know, 10 years. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't – I don't see why you would do this. I, I mean, know. everybody likes to say, oh, yeah, offensive line, they're just they, – they're not really, you know, important or whatever. Those people, no. one, don't know anything about football because your team lives and dies on how strong your lines are. Exactly. Yeah. It's uh, – Ryan Wendell is the center. The Wendell? Patriots. Okay. He's been there for what, two the, years? Let's look at their out-of-division schedule. They got a first-place schedule, so they got to play Cincinnati. That's Geno Atkins yeah, coming Atkins. right at Brady. They got to play the um, Broncos, like I mentioned, Terrence Knighton. They got to play the Lions. Mr. Sue. Dominic and Sue. Sue and, and, and the aforementioned and, Dick Fairley. Yeah. And... Um, uh, the uh, Packers, uh, they lost Raji, but now Raji. they've got all those edge rushers, so they're going to yep. be spreading them out, and so that and leaves then, more room for AJ Hawk. Yeah, Tango, <laughs> Tango, probably doing twists to bring those guys on inside pressure. Yeah. So, but yeah, he, this is a, a, a going to be a maker or literally make or break year, I think, for them if they don't pull it out this year. I don't know that they will again, because yeah. if you remember, Tom Brady messed up his knee. The, why we have that Brady quarterback rule? When it was inside pressure. Yeah. Bernard Pollard. <laughs> yeah, Bernard right. Pollard Wait. fucked up his leg. And that's the thing. Like, Remember how that was a rule for the year after? And they just stopped doing it because he got better? 
Because, like, they flagged yeah. the shit out of everyone. I remember one time, I don't know if it was, it wasn't the Raiders, it might have been, though. But he was dropping back Peyton, uh, Peyton Manning, uh, Tom Brady, threw the ball, and a guy kind of dove half-assed at his leg and, like, kind of grazed his kneecap. And I remember Tom Brady didn't lose a step, just was kind of falling back, got his knee tapped by a hand, by a guy whose face was already in the dirt. He looks up, he puts his hand out towards the player, and the ref is looking right at him and goes, Flag! And he just threw the flag. It was a fucking, like, 10-yard penalty for uh, yeah, it's a, Brady. It's Tom Brady. I was like, he just said, hey, ref, give me a flag. And he was like, all right, cool. Right there. He threw it right at the guy's face, and his face was in the dirt already. I remember, uh, what was that that uh, quarterback that we had that, um, it was a while back ago. He had a white dude, uh, number five. I can't remember his name. Bobby Hoy? No, Gronkowski? Uh, Bruce Gronkowski. Gradkowski? Radkowski, yeah, Gradkowski. Uh, Gradkowski. I remember like that that Tom Brady year. I was like, okay, that dude broke both he had two shots to the shins that year. Was out one game because he got shot hit in the shin, no flag. Second game, same when he came back, other leg got hit really low. Met, broke ended up breaking both his legs or messing up his legs from under, from below the knee. No flags. Nothing yeah. at all. And I was like, God, if you're gonna throw a flag, let's throw it for everybody, not just like Certain teams or certain quarterbacks that make the NFL money. No. Yeah, that's that's exactly what happened. The, the a couple of years before that, I want to say like that was 2008 that happened. It was like 2006. Yep. Uh, Vince Wilfork did the exact same thing, except it was even yep. more egregious to J.P. Losman. He went. He led with the elbow. He went mm-hmm. straight into his knee with his elbow. Took out his leg, and NFL was like, "Yeah, that's, they had it coming." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the turnaround, and I, I can't believe we're complaining about shit from eight years ago. But you know what? I'll, I'll, I still hold grudges. No, oh, you want to talk about fans. holding grudges, huh? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there, but um, that'll probably be part of it too. Uh, one of the running gags on a, the uh, commitment to excellence is how fucked up the league is and their rules are, and how fucked up Roger Goodell is. But not now. We're gonna move on to the Jets. J e t s. No one cares. <laughs> the Jest. <laughs> My favorite they tried to bring that guy back. The Did they really? The fireman. He, he yeah. quit after butt fumble, and they tried to bring him back. They, like, sent people to his house. They're like, you got to come back, man. Team needs you. The fans the need you. And he said no. He butt turned fumble. him down. No. <laughs> no. Butt fumble. Fireman, we need you. And he turned to them and said no. What's that from? That's from, like, a movie or some shit. I don't I know. know. Is that the Jets is here? They shit by everybody they add, they've added by Chris Johnson, Eric Chris Decker. Johnson, Eric Decker, Vic, everybody they've added. The defense was pretty solid. I mean, uh, Jets, I mean, it's a, the Rex Ryan defense, right? Rex Ryan? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're always going to be pretty solid. They should be good, but it's the Jets. So you never know. <laughs> Another eight and eight season. Let's do it. <laughs> they, they got all the pieces of a good team, but they just, you know, they have actually been in a better. Uh, they've been better behaved than recently. You know, there haven't yeah. been too many of the of the truly outlandish stories. But man, they were on a run there of, of high comedy. Yes, <laughs> they were the comedic gold for the NFL. <laughs> but I always, I always think it's so funny that they, you know, they did the the same thing that the Packers did with Favre. They're like, we got this, you know, generational player that. 
we, we want to trade him away. We know we can't keep him, but we're absolutely trying to keep him out of our division as much as possible. And then one year later, <laughs> mm-hmm. he's back on their hated rivals. It's like, son of a bitch. It right? couldn't have gone any worse. Right. It was <laughs> like when when Peyton Manning was leaving uh, Indianapolis. I was like, just anywhere. Anywhere. Oh. Anywhere. <laughs> fuck Denver. Uh, fuck you, Peyton Manning. All right? I used to like you. I used to like all your commercials. I used to root for you. MasterCard motherfucker. Why not Manny, the, your very own action toy? That was my not, favorite any commercial. Why not the San Diego? I mean, they're not going to do anything. They, NFL always has high hope. No, we're not. We'll get. We'll get there. Yeah. But, um, um, yeah. I'm very interested to see how um, Chris Johnson does. Mm-hmm. He well, Gino Smith me, isn't going to help him. I don't think Gino Smith. I think Gino's good. I, I already mentioned that I liked him from before, but he he you know I I don't know. If he fails, if it's on Geno or if it's on New York, because New York chews quarterbacks up. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, they, even Favre couldn't really pull it together in New York. He only had the one year, but it was a bad year. Yeah. Uh, yes, it was. <laughs> Felt so dirty to see him in a Jets jersey. Yeah. Then, yeah. And then he went to Minnesota and I was like, ah, nah, what no. Is, what is happening? But, um, and then, yeah, Chris yeah. Johnson, I think, is going to be the make because what's going to help Gino is not being not all the weight on his shoulders. So. Yeah. Well, having at least one guy who can catch a football will be nice. I think Decker's yeah. overmatched, but he's way better than anyone they had last year. Very true. And uh, Chris Johnson, Chris Johnson's going to be a sleeper, I can tell, because he always does nothing and then he craps all over the Bills, and yeah. now he plays. <laughs> <laughs> Before we had to, we only had to deal with him once, you know, three out of every four years. Now we have to deal with him twice a year, and it's so it's good to awesome. know that Chris Johnson is your Darren Sproles. So yep. pretty much. <laughs> so we're gonna move on to the Dolphins at eight and eight as well. So now they have this new offensive coordinator. I call him uh, Major Laser. Guy runs a super like high high tempo offense kind of thing. And they got uh the rookie Jarvis Landry, and they have Ryan Tannehill. Once again, whoever the fuck that is. Ryan Tanny? What? Yeah, no, I can't support that guy. I mean, he's there. I mean, he's not a bad quarterback, but he's not yeah. like To me I see him like much being like a less popular Matt Ryan. <laughs> Better looking wife, but he's <laughs> I I just I never understood why Tannehill made it as high in the draft as he did. I mean, he was playing Thank wide you. receiver like 18 months before he was drafted in the top 10 to play quarterback. Yep. And it was, uh, you know, I, I don't know that Texas A&M is the best quarterback producing school, you know, God bless Johnny Manziel, but we'll see. And, and then they went out and got the, it, it might have worked. To be fair, it all might have come together if they hadn't crapped all over Jonathan Martin. And then the whole thing fell apart mm-hmm. and right in the middle of the season and they turned into an after school special. And the whole season right. fell apart. Don't be mean to people, kids. <laughs> I mean, you guys were football players. I'm sure you know what goes on in the locker room better than yeah. I did. I was like, I, I was, uh, I was like, yeah, me and, uh, in, me and Incognito would have been pretty cool friends back then. I mean, we were yeah. in the same locker room, but yeah, I thought then... that the text messages were, were, you know, standard banter. I thought making him fly you out to Vegas for forty thousand bucks was beyond it, but he didn't yeah. seem to. Talked about. I don't know what to make of that whole yeah, somebody thing. Somebody else is, you know, somebody else fucked his wife and he couldn't pee that day or something. I don't know, man. He must have been a bunch of things. Couldn't I, have been just that. I, I I had a pretty strong suspicion that they were both gay. Hmm. 
and that was just cover. Yeah, gay like lovers quarrel that didn't end well. Mm. But um, I was like, yes, and Hancock needed Oakland. That dude is a beast. So <laughs> he's still out he's, there. Where is he? I know. Is he free agent? Yeah, but he's been out. He's still free. Yeah, well, he was suspended indefinitely by the yeah. team, and I don't know if the league ever actually gave him a uh, a formal punishment because he was he was off the team so so quickly. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he's eligible to come back. He might be. Yeah, because I've heard that, people mentioning his name as possible pickups in a couple of places. Yeah. yeah, he's a good he's a good guard. It was just like a what was his name? Turley, Kyle Turley for the Saints. Yeah, yeah. that guy was a beast too, and he like flipped Ooh. off the crowd. So. Yeah, <laughs> Incognito was a, he was a Buffalo Bill for a hot minute and he, you know, promptly That's ripped right. off, uh, personal fouls on like a per game basis. And that was when we couldn't afford to lose a single yard on offense. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's not like the, 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 you know, tire fire Trent Edwards offense was going to make that up anytime soon. So yeah, he, guys, he, was, out, you, he was out of there quick. Were you, were you on the Fitzpatrick chain? I I was hanging from the end of the Fitzpatrick chain. <laughs> <laughs> what what is the other guy Tool? Wasn't he one of the quarterbacks there too? Uh yeah, from last year. Yeah, he was. Yeah. A, he, all right, so the Kansas City Chiefs they come into Buffalo on a hot streak. I guess we're changing the topic to Buffalo. Yep, Sorry. we're in the over, Buffalo. Over, the over, Buffalo overriding Sam. Six and ten. <laughs> we're moving on. So Jeff Tool is yes. an undrafted free agent. He. We, we bring in Kevin Cobb for some goddamn reason. We draft EJ Manuel. <laughs> Cobb immediately gets hurt. I, sh- I shit you not by slipping on a mat at the practice field. So he's <laughs> injured. Right. And then EJ Manuel himself gets injured. And so we were almost the first team ever to start an undrafted rookie on opening day. And uh, it was like that. I, I thought we should have done it just to be in the history books, but you know, <laughs> for something he, for something. So he eventually comes in against Kansas City. And he plays one of the single worst games ever. Like our defense, our running game, absolutely were just killing them everywhere. We are Kansas City's kryptonite. You know, if you look at like the last, the last 10 years, like every time Buffalo plays Kansas City, we either absolutely blow them off the field or they barely win on the most improbable, uh, you know, shit of all time. And so we held their offense to like 130 yards and nine points. And lost because he threw a hundred yard pick six and there was a fumble return for a touchdown. <laughs> like, you know, it's that kind of shit that they need to do to beat us. You know, we went in there a couple years ago. We were awful. We were like, oh, and six and they were five and one or something. And it took them five quarters to score 13 points at home to beat us. <laughs> yeah. I remember uh... something about them. Right. Yeah, I remember that game, and I was just like, "Come on, Buffalo, do us a solid, do us a solid." Oh, what? Well, never mind. Um, that was like watching one of those games. Like, you remember it was a Monday night game. It was the Colts versus the uh, Colts versus the I think Cardinals, and the Cardinals played Peyton Manning beautifully. They held the ball for literally forty-five minutes. Jesus Christ! Three quarters of the game was uh. Belonged to the Colts. I mean, belonged to the, um, I think it was uh, the Dolphins. Cardinals. It might have been the, the Dolphins. Dolphins that did that, yeah. And then Peyton Manning's like, oh, it doesn't matter. All I need is 15 minutes anyway. And they end up winning. And I was like, God damn it. How do you, <laughs> I was like, test foot football. Like, just, if we, if they're not on the field, they can't score, right? But and they had what, to be on the field sometime. They had to be, yeah, you had to be on the field sometime. 
Sign, it, uh, they Tecmo were. Bo Jackson. Tecmo Super right? can't just run around the field for 15 minutes. <laughs> do, 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 Yeah, but yeah, Jason, I remember that game. The Bills. They got <coughs> your boy Sammy Watkins. They jumped up in the, yeah, the buddy. pick to pick him up. And then they got uh, EJ Manuel. And that's about it. At least to my knowledge, enlighten me a little bit about the team and what they got so, going on this year. There was quite a bit of turnover, actually, in Buffalo this year. So we've got Mike Williams from the Buccaneers, who, Solid you know, is, is kind of a, a really underrated number two. He's kind of going to be our number one right now until Watkins learns the ropes. And we got Brandon Spikes to be our middle linebacker. And we got Kyle Orton now, who's going to be our backup. And I think that's a pretty solid signing. But then, like, for every good thing that happened, something equally bad happened that was either equal or worse. And so it ultimately turned out to be like, a really painful summer. Like, I mean, the worst part, obviously, is that Ralph Wilson died. And now we have no idea where the team's going to go. Yeah. But then it they compounded it by the fact that it goes up for auction and goddamn Donald Trump and Bon Jovi show up trying to buy it. And you're like, no! This, how, could, Why? how could these be the two guys who need, who want this in the world? Like, you know? <laughs> Bon Jovi. <laughs> Donald and Donald Trump. Trump. And Donald Trump. Like, this is a Mad Libs gone horribly <laughs> wrong in real life. <laughs> For a non-Bills fan, I was like, come on, Bon Jovi. <laughs> Oh God! You know, right, just, it might just... not be so bad if he wasn't pretty flagrant. Like he comes out and, he, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, we're gonna move it to Toronto." And then apparently, only afterwards did he read the rules of the bidding that says you can't move the team. And so he writes this open letter to Bills fans. He's like, "I've always been a fan of the hardworking blue collar Buffalo community." <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, See, all, all the billion dollars behind me come from Toronto, but we're not moving the team. And see. Bon Jovi, when he would have bought the stadium, but about the team, at every fucking intro to every fucking game. Shout through the heart, and you're to blame, darling, yeah. you give. And that's the team, that's the anthem that they would have to run out to every game. Oh, God. There's been I'm like a squat fan on Bon Jovi. They've like taken him out of the jukeboxes. They won't play him on local radio. It's really <laughs> funny, actually. Steel horse, I ride. <laughs> every... Oh. Bon Jovi song. Everyone, indeed. That would be that'd be actually kind of funny. Now I kind of want to see that happen. Uh, just play it on the opposing notes. team's like, locker room. What was that? Just play it in the opposing team locker room. While they're getting... <laughs> just make elevator like elevator theme of his things. Like... <laughs> but what is this about on your notes... Darius speeds and wrecks into a Mongolian barbecue. Yeah, it's actually even as ridiculous as that sounds. Like who's, who's he, Darius? Marcel Darius was Marcel our top Darius. three draft pick a couple years ago, uh, and he's our defensive tackle. And we were kind of hoping he would be in Damakung Su without the crazy, but he brought like the, he's like the light beer of crazy, so he brings some of his own issues. So he gets busted yeah. in Alabama with synthetic weed. Like, he couldn't even be bothered to get the real stuff. Synthetic exists in the world? Apparently it does. And okay. he was called it. In Alabama, so, at least. In Alabama. And then he's, like, leaving a practice or something, and he's drag racing with one of our other linemen, a guy named Jerry Hughes, and he spins out on dry pavement, which goes to show you how fast he was going. And he, yes. like, flies across the road and hits a 
tree in front of a Mongolian barbecue. And he's damn lucky <laughs> the tree was there because he would have gone right through the front window. And this kid's like no press. Yeah, seriously. Like he would have landed in some family's lap. <laughs> but, yeah, so he, for some reason, hasn't oh. been suspended, even though he was flagrantly out of line. Right. Uh, so that happened. We Smoke lost. Smokeweed? Smokeweed? No. You crashing damn near a fucking into a Mongolian, Mongolian barbecue. <laughs> Goddamn Mongolians. Goddamn yeah, I just Mongolians. had to add that it was a Mongolian barbecue because I found that that element of it really funny for some reason. <laughs> yeah, like Dari- uh, Darius speeds in Rex's car. That's pretty tragic. Rex into a Mongolian barbecue. That's just a whole other element of funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> I um, I'm a huge Sammy Watkins supporter, so I am hoping he does well for you. I think he's going to do great for about seven weeks. And then what's going to happen is uh, Manuel's going to overthrow him. It's going to be a high pass. He's going to reach up to do some amazing one-handed catch, and he's going to catch a shoulder pad right in the ribs, and that'll be the end of his year. I can just see it right in my mind's eye. And maybe that's because I've got the Bill cynicism kind of burned into me. Believe me, we have that too for our <laughs> own team. <laughs> oh, I mean, like, I, yeah. I'm watching all these amazing catches in practice, and I'm like, these, he wouldn't need to make these if the quarterback could hit his chest. Right. But he can't do it. <laughs> like, he's so, making, he's making the quarterbacks look good, but it's just like, Sammy, you know, Sammy's like, man, just put it somewhere where I don't have to get killed. Yeah. Uh, yeah it, that seems like what's going to happen. Like, cause I've seen some of those catches he's making, and they're phenomenal, but he's reaching out his whole body and landing on, like, flat on his stomach properly. But there's going to be a fucking safety who is just going to lean his head into it, going to get that $30,000 fine, and that's going to be end of his fucking year, like you said. So Yeah. And then we – so we lost uh, Kiko Alonso already, our best yeah. linebacker, injured, doing God knows what. They still haven't revealed <laughs> what that was. Uh, <laughs> we lost our defensive coordinator to Cleveland, and even his daughter was like, Eh, it's Cleveland, but at least it's a head coaching job, which I thought was one of the funniest tweets of all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we lost Jairus Bird to New Orleans, which is one of the reasons I think New Orleans is going to be really good this year. And yeah. then we traded away Steve Johnson for a bag of hockey pucks, which I just do not <laughs> understand. Like, what? we finally had a, a, a complete four deep set of great receivers. It, this would have been awesome, you know? We've got. Yeah. Williams and Watkins to play the outside, and we've got Johnson and Woods to play the slide, and we've got depth, and you know, if Watkins does eventually get his ribs broke, we got Johnson to come in and take over, and he's got experience, and his contract is pretty cheap, and no, we're just going to trade him for a conditional pick. And then trade that pick for a backup running back. It was like, what in the hell? I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. One one step forward, two steps back every time. Yeah. Man, been there. So, any final thoughts on this division? I uh, you could have you could have penciled New England in, you know, at the end of last year yeah. uh, for 10 straight years and you would have been right almost every time. Mm-hmm. So, it's a pretty safe bet. Jets, I think they're going to Bills, do Bills come up from last I think place? The, I I like the Jets, but I think they're going to falter. Um I think that this is the year that Ryan loses the team even though their defense is really good. I think that offense is going to struggle. And so I think Miami jumps to number two and Buffalo to three. And I think they, they might tie with New York at like six and ten. And whoever comes, whoever wins, you know, the, the, 
the division series is the one that ultimately will jump to number three. But I think Miami is the one that has a legitimate chance to press for the wild card. I think I actually picked them to get the sixth seed. Um, just because I, I, I really do kind of like Miami's, you know, pickups. I just don't think they all came together last year with that whole, uh, offensive yeah. malfunction. Yeah. And Who'd... so I think they're, they're better than, than they get credit for. Who, do, who does Buffalo have running the ball for him? Again, I'm an old school, so that's uh, important. Actually, you know, our running backs are our deepest position. We got C.J. Spiller is the ostensible yep. lead. Back. There we go. And that's we the got name. Fred Jackson, old warhorse, mm-hmm. and we traded for Bryce Brown, and we signed a guy named Booby Dixon, and I love that. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a name that appeals to my 13 year old self in a deep way. <laughs> Booby Dixon. That's like the name you created on Madden when you were. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, like a, a in Pokemon? given a prank call. Yeah. Amanda hugging kiss. <laughs> I don't know. The, the 13-year-old in me still laughs at uh, Ha Ha Clinton Dix. <laughs> and makes me laugh every time. That was pretty good, though. So, where, where did uh, you want? Uh, uh, Packers. Packers. Oh, yes. Uh, Steal you know the draft, I would say. You know what? Jason, obviously, I, I, New England's going to win this division. Um... Like I said, I'm a huge uh, supporter of Sammy Watkins and um, Spillers from the same college. So, um, you know what? I say Buffalo. I have, I believe, I believe, Jason. Buffalo goes number two in this division, and then Miami, and then uh, I'm with you on the the Jets. I think they have all the tools, but I think the football gods are going to frown upon them. I think I think that could happen. I think Buffalo could steal number two if Kyle Orton takes over. And is kind of a real stabilizing presence, and Spiller just goes off again like he did a couple years ago. But I don't know that they're going to give Orton the starting job until we're pretty deep in a hole. Because the early part of the season is where we kind of need to pick up some of the the wins. You know, we start off at Chicago. That's not a great game, but it's a winnable one, especially how bad the rush defense was. We host Miami. We host the Chargers. That's another tough one. We're at the Texans. That should be presumably winnable. And then we're at Detroit. That's going to be a game where uh, our old, their old coach is now our defensive coordinator, so you know he's going to be motivated. So, I mean, we need to come out of that stretch at, like, three and two at least. And I think we're going to come out of that at, like, one and four, and then Manuel's going to get benched, and it'll be too late. All right. So I believe I'm, we, have I'm saying... the, we have the most apocalyptic December schedule of all time. I just want to point uh, that out. You don't get to talk about schedules. You don't get to talk about schedules to us. <laughs> you haven't heard of my December, sir. At Denver, host Green Bay, at Oakland, at Patriots. Uh, at <laughs> that Oakland. Is That's awful. not too bad. But anyway. Well, yeah, it's sandwiching Brady, Rodgers, and Manning. Four, three Hall of Fame quarterbacks in four weeks. Yeah, and then Derek, you mean, four Hall, you mean four Hall of Fame quarterbacks. <laughs> well, what, what, uh, I think you might be crowning Brock Osweiler a little early. <laughs> <Stop that. laughs> Matt McGloin. Right. I'm Matt McGloin, right? So, um, I'm going to say that uh, the Dolphins take second place. I think that that new offensive coordinator, I think that they're going to do that weird thing they do every year and just challenge the Patriots and just kind of annoy them and split the split the games between them. Um, Tom Brady, I think someone's going to finally figure out how to hit him. And once he gets hit, he's going to start bitching. And once he starts bitching, he's not going to be any good. 
That's that's Tom Brady for you. Because he doesn't get hit that often, you don't ever see it. But the games where he gets hit and he gets on the ground, he gets his shirt, you know, the back of his jersey dirty, and he gets that little bit of itch, that grass itch in his back, he hates it. And you can tell he hates it, and if you keep hitting him and you bother him, he's not going to do as good. Now, he's still going to win over 10 games. The Patriots are still going to win 10 games. But I think the uh, Dolphins are going to match him or maybe even, you know, depends on the schedule, edge him. So, <laughs> that would be my call. Yep. 